home for the best coverage of the Jazz, Utes, and Cougars is right here on The Zone. This is JJ and Alex, presented by G2G Bars on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. All right, everybody, welcome back. JJ and Alex, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. A couple minutes away here. Going to get Chad Lewis on. Chad Lewis, of course, didn't just play in a Super Bowl, played for Andy Reid in the Super Bowl, of course, for the Eagles. Talked to him about what the uh, tight end position has now become in the NFL. Speaking of really, really good tight ends, I know Travis Kelsey gets all that attention, JJ, but... uh, George Kittle was the first team all pro tight end this year. He right. had his best season in his career. He has been a huge part of what Brock Purdy's been able to do, right? So all of these things are uh, very, very interesting for us. And, of course, uh, the local tie here with Andy Reid and being the head coach of this Kansas City Chiefs team, which, by the way, we were just we were looking at and we just, we just keep looking back at this guy and going, man, Andy Reid – with a smile on his face, and with like all of all the history of, of of coaches in the NFL, JJ, that we've talked about, and this is something we sh- we can ask uh, our guest Chad Lewis here because this is a massive deal, of course, here locally because this is a guy who's met so much uh, here. But Andy Reid is is like a likable coach. Sometimes that's not the case with uh, with Super Bowl winning <laughs> coaches. But maybe it'll be different. Chad Lewis joining us here, associate athletic director for BYU, of course, former NFL or former BYU tight end. Chad, thanks for being with us, man. Hey, you guys said it right. He's a likable <laughs> coach. He's just he is exactly who you see on TV. That's him. Like he's not different. He's only better. He's just a little bit better. With the team, with his family, with his friends, it's it's weird that you got a guy that's so nice, so good, so jolly, that is running an NFL franchise at a Hall of Fame caliber, and he's actually better when you get to know him. It's he's an enigma. How can someone be that that great? Well, he is. Well, Chad, you just mentioned all the attributes he has. Yet you got to go, Coach. A group of men, year in and year out, and you got a lot of personalities, and it's not easy. You know, you've been in those locker rooms. I mean, can you get a can you can you a, a wild array of people in an NFL team, locker room? <laughs> How does he do it? What's his secret sauce? Well, he knows when to crack the whip, and he knows when to crack a joke, and he has this mm. real gift to be able to know when to do both. And he actually asks us to let our personality show. He doesn't want us to play tight. And that's the same thing he's going to say Super Bowl Sunday. You guys, go out there. We've trained the haze in the barn. We've, we've done all this preparation. Now go smile. Cut it loose. Let your personality show. Now, he doesn't want players to act ridiculous out there. <laughs> he definitely wants you to keep your composure. But he wants you to play with your personality and cut it loose. And so you ask, how can a coach manage a locker room full of so much personality? That's how he does it. 
with a lot of love, a lot of confidence, a lot of belief, a lot of trust, a lot of work in preparation. And then when it's game day, he wants you to go lay it out there and have some fun. They uh, they had it at media day last night or one of the media events last night. They had uh, both tight ends up on the up on the the stage and both running backs from both teams. They did, they had the quarterbacks. They had uh, uh, you know BYU's own Fred Warner was up there too because he's a pretty good defender for the 49ers. But they had all these guys up there and they went to the tight ends and. JJ and I were just talking about this, and this was like, man, we got to ask Chad about this. Is one, how has the position changed from when you played, and why is the tight end like becoming this? I mean, it's just shot up in terms of the popularity and usage and an important position on these teams. George Kittle's the first team All Pro, and and Jason or uh, Travis Kelsey is pretty darn good himself. What are the tight ends in football now in the NFL? Well, first of all, dang good. They're extremely talented, fast, great hands, smart, can make plays. And then the game has changed. So just like basketball has turned into a three-point fest, coaches in the NFL collectively have figured out that the tight end is a weapon. And so almost each every team has a tight end that's, that's a weapon. That's an offensive weapon, not just a dude, not just a battleship, not just a a blocker dude. They have guys that are making plays and helping them win. So, again, in this Super Bowl, you have two of the best tight ends in the league matched up to go toe-to-toe to help their teams win. And you can look at the storylines. The whole country is looking at the storylines of this game. you got great quarterbacking and Mahomes and Purdy. But one of the great storylines is Travis and Kittle. Like what they mean to their teams, the energy they bring to their teams, the plays they make for their teams. And if they're not making those, their teams are not nearly as effective. So this whole country is watching those two guys, and that's pretty cool. For the listeners, most of our listeners probably know what I'm going to ask about you next, but for those that don't, uh, former BYU tight end Matt Bushman, is on the Chiefs practice squad. He's with the team in Vegas for the Super Bowl. He is also your son-in-law. He's married to your daughter, Emily. How much have you enjoyed now having family connection and having a family member on that Chiefs squad? Matt Matt is such a great dude. He's an incredible guy. He's an unbelievably gifted football player. I'm so thankful that he and Emily are married. They have two beautiful girls. And I love the way he treats everyone. If you know Matt, you just know that he's kind of like Andy Reid. He's, he's genuine. He is who he appears. He's even better behind the scenes. Um, it's been a thrill for me to watch him because Andy Reid is coaching him. Tom Melvin was my tight end coach. He's now his tight end coach. Mm. Um, it's just been really cool through these last couple of years to follow him, watch him. Um, I'm, I'm a huge Matt Bushman supporter. <laughs> I bet. It feels like he's really, really close to breaking through. He had a great preseason. He's really close to becoming a, a really a, a big factor on, an, on a 53-man. I know at this point, like, it's, it's Tuesday, and you don't want Travis Blake Bell or Noah Gray to get hurt. If they do, then Matt's right there to play in the Super Bowl. That's, that's how the NFL works. Yeah. I mean – when I played, 
I tore my Liz Frank at the end of the NFC Championship game. So Jeff Thomason, one of my best friends, he ended up playing in the Super Bowl straight from work and construction. Boom, now he's in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and that stuff happens all the time. You're talking about uh, the preparation that Andy Reid's putting his guys through and just talking about obviously they've been there before and that helps an immense amount when you get to this stage and you don't have to do the first time you know thing for everybody. This is a team who's been pretty used to this over the last five seasons. So when you do talk about getting ready, though, and it is a first time, what's going through the minds of these guys who are – I mean, we were just talking about how – the the waiting for two weeks itself is awful, it seems like, because you just got so much stuff going on. (laughs) No doubt. On top of the actual football game that you're preparing for, trying to get tickets for your family, trying to get all this stuff, travel for everybody, and because you don't know when you're going to be able to get back to this thing again. Everybody just plans on selling out and and having a good time with it. So where was your head right now on a Tuesday going into – the Super Bowl that was coming up, uh, you know, on that weekend. And obviously with the injury there, that's one thing. But another to just be like, this is the biggest stage you can be on in your sport and you were there. How did your how did your how did the mentality of it go for you guys? Andy's thing is his mantra is gonna be to remove all distractions. Get your tickets taken care of, get your family taken care of, get your hotel taken care of, and the sooner you button that up, it's all football knowing that if you take care of business, you can party for the rest of your life. You'll, you'll smile for the rest of your life. Don't, don't win the game on Thursday, Friday, Saturday by having fun and going crazy. Like, focus on football, take care of business, then you can have fun. That's what he's, he's going to be teaching them. Now, there's guys on his team, like Rice, first-year player. Rookie had an unbelievable season. And a good coach is going to use Rice as a first-year Super Bowl guy. He's going to find ways to talk to him and help him be prepared for Super Bowl Sunday. And he's going to do the same thing for Mahomes, who's a repeat Super Bowl player, and he's going to get him at his peak level for Sunday afternoon. And good coaches have that ability to touch both situations. First-year player – repeat player and that's that's one of andy's gifts is to be able to know what to say no know when to joke no when to like you know bump a guy in practice and catch you off guard like what you know or a couple games ago travis is losing his mind throws his helmet down on the ground and then when travis gets ready to run back into the field andy grabs him he's like no wait 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 you're not going in the field get your mind right <laughs> and travis was looking at him like what and then Andy was able to say, bro, like tighten, tighten up your brain. And then he gave him like a little shoulder bump and watching it on TV was hilarious because that's the gift of Andy Reed. Like he can get on you and let you know, Hey, this is serious. And then he'll give you that shoulder bump. Like go get him, bro. <laughs> he just has a perfect mix. I was on social media, what, two, three weeks ago. I was on Twitter and all of a sudden this picture pops up on my Twitter feed it's Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and Matt and Emily Bushman. What? <laughs> I imagine you had the same shock when you saw it. What's that been like? Because you're, 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 Matt and Emily have been a part of that, but to have just Taylor Swift hanging out, it's it's probably been a pretty crazy situation. And it kind of makes everything else kind of escalate with this situation, having somebody that famous just involved and hanging around. 
Yeah, Travis has definitely made it a lot of fun for his teammates. <laughs> that was a New Year's Eve party. Yeah. And Emily was talking to Taylor and said, hey, I love I love your music. I've been to your concert. I, I listen to your music driving my daughter to preschool. Thank you. You know, we love it. And Taylor thought that was so cute. She's like, oh, Emily, that's so cute. Thank you for listening to my stuff driving to preschool. And Emily's like, no, thank you. Like, it helps my daughter and I have a fun time driving to school. And then later, she just said, hey, I'd love to get a picture with you. And she just said immediately, Taylor said, yeah, for sure. And then, you know, Travis is like, hey, go ahead and post it. Like, you got to post it, Bushman? <laughs> they have a fun relationship. <laughs> they don't act like prima donnas. Like, no, you can't talk to me. Yeah. I'm Mr. Big. I'm Mrs. Big. They've just made it fun. I think that's one way they've used this whole relationship instead of being a distraction into something that's kind of endearing for the team and the guys. And I love that someone treated my daughter so kind. I love that because I love my daughter. And when I heard that story, I just felt like that's really cool. Thank you. Well, uh, Chad Lewis, by the way, joining us here on the program as we uh, get you ready, not just for the Super Bowl, but, uh, man, just so many storylines in there. We were just uh, – we were chatting before the or before the show as well about just, you know, the, the, the amount of, of kind of relationships that BYU has. And, and, and I think that's some of what you guys do as an athletic department is to never forget those connections, how important it is for the NFL to be a part of – of these kids who want to get to the NFL that are in the programs right now or that are in that that are in the football program right now that want to be there and then to have those relationships still there what are what what is the relationship that that some of these guys former players and 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 you know obviously guys like Andy Reid when they're able to dip in because they still show up they still come to these events you know during the off season and things like that and they're they're beloved when they do but that's a huge part of what BYU does is try to foster those relationships forever you're right football is family and BYU is forever and we try really hard to let people know wherever they are on this life spectrum, doing good, struggling, that this is your home. We love you. Please come back. And when they come back, it means so much to all of us and the current group of players and the future players. If you look at Fred Warner, he's the best linebacker in the game. Mm-hmm. And when he comes around, he knows he's the best linebacker in the game. But when he walks in the locker room, He's just like everybody when you're alumni and you go back to your school, there's something like super special about that. And that's definitely how it is with Fred, with Kyle Van Noy and others. They come back, they embrace the guys, they have fun, they share their their secrets, what they've learned. And I definitely say at BYU we try as hard as we can to make them feel like it's family. And when we screw up, we we want to repent and get better. So that's definitely part of uh, – it's a conscious decision. It's been a great tradition. I've benefited both as a player of Steve Young, Lee Johnson, others, reaching to me when I was just a young player at BYU, helping me get into the pros. I want all of our players to do that. And then there's a, definitely a responsibility to give back. And the giving back, it shouldn't be painful. It should be fun, like – and I, I see that from Fred and others. So 
I'm super grateful. Before we cut you loose, I want to dig in, in, into Fred a little bit more. I mean, you saw, you saw you saw him before he was famous you know, at BYU, growing and, and, and progressing there. You saw him as a young player at BYU develop. Uh, two-part question, did you see his potential at BYU to become a Hall of Fame-type player, and how important has his development and his success been for BYU football? He was gifted the second he got there. He works super well with Bronco, and I know Kelly Papinga was part of his development. You didn't know that he would be moved to middle linebacker and become a superstar, and that's part of the transition of BYU becoming – I mean, sorry, that's part of the NFL becoming the offensive and defensive. It's just a dynamic game, so it's changed. Middle linebackers now – are trying to pattern themselves after Fred. So gifted athlete, run sideline to sideline as well as a receiver. And when he gets there, he's hitting you like a Mack truck. But then he can cover guys down downfield, whether it's down the seam, whether it's on a corner or an out. He's He's got the speed to get there. Well, that's not how middle linebackers used to be in the NFL. Middle linebackers used to be hammerheads. And they were filling the hole downhill, splitting people's wigs like Jeremiah Trotter from the Eagles would say. Mm-hmm. But now that's, it's just a different game. So Fred can go in there. He can be as physical as he needs to be, and he can be as athletic as he needs to be. And that's exactly what John Lynch, the general manager for the San Francisco 49ers, wants out of Fred Warner. And guess what? That's what Fred is doing in front of the whole world every week. That's why he's the best in the world. Chad Lewis, I was uh, I was told I had to ask a personal question here because my wife and I just joined the Seven Children Club this year, and you're also a father of seven. <laughs> How on earth am I supposed to get through this next few years? Hunker down, baby. It's like a petting zoo. There's kids everywhere. <laughs> oh, boy. I this thought... is what you do. You, you read your scriptures every day, you pray every day, and then you give it all you got. Oh. And trust your wife because – she so you got intuition that we don't have. It's a hundred percent right. I All have right. no interest in your guys' club. I'm, I'm good with four. I'm good. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's a it's a it's an honor to be in the club. Other times it is a, a disaster. So it's uh, it's part of the deal. All right, Chad Lewis, associate athletic director, of course, uh, former NFLer and BYU great. We appreciate you coming on the program, giving your insights, and we love having you on the show. Appreciate it again. Yeah, thanks, you guys. Thanks, there Chad. You go. Be Chad Lewis. There you go.